0: right how's it going everybody welcome back to the late night early morning edition depending upon where you live in this beautiful world that we call earth we are back for our episode seven spoiler filled review and discussion breakdown and speculation show of wandavision episode seven and joining me as always now on camera the fabulous legoland
1: Hello, everybody. Good morning, night,
0: day. We're, we're in the thick of it. Um, some of us are drinking coffee. Some of us are starting to come down from our coffee that we had earlier. But we are here and we are ready to talk about all the things. By the way, my name is Rob Fishbeck, but I'm sure you already know that if you're watching the show at this time. Um. Well, you want to just get right into it then, huh? Yeah. All right. So what did you think?
1: I really liked this episode. Obviously last episode didn't really advance the plot too much, but this one definitely did and had, I mean, a major, uh, we're spoiling, right?
0: Yeah. Full spoilers. but it
1: Had a major important aspect in that we see Monica finally get her powers and we get a reveal of Agnes the Harkness, although everyone's already suspected this, so it wasn't like a shocking reveal. And we also had kind of a disappointment in that the uh, aerospace engineer wasn't anybody. I know.
0: I know. We were also promised this show was going to be an hour, and that was very fucking frustrating when I saw 38 minutes and said, fuck that shit.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I was a bit disappointed with that, but not entirely surprised so now i'm just assuming the next two episodes will also probably be 30 minutes and i'm not
0: i'm lowering max. wasn't it feige that said though that it was going to be an hour they were gonna i be an don't hour? know
1: who said that like i didn't see anything like i just heard people saying it i didn't see any like notable sources saying that though
0: okay okay if anybody's in the chat and knows who claimed it was going to be an hour long i'm pretty positive it was somebody big up there Matt says, "I did not care for this episode." Very oh, no,
1: Matt, I'm sorry. Captain
0: Mike Primus says it was a solid episode, even though it wasn't an hour. Facts, they- facts. So here's what's interesting. I'm no, did not see the post-credit. Oh no, no, Loco man. Uh, definitely going to need to go back and watch that. Um, I, full disclosure, the first four episodes I would fast forward till the end, figuring they're maybe, and then I stopped because I was like, They're not yeah. gonna
1: freaking same, freaking same.
0: I'm so mad now because like I don't know what it is. Um, Weston says it was speculated but not confirmed to be an, yeah, out. So that's what okay. I
1: thought. I didn't see any like major sources saying so it. So,
0: Joseph it says if you throw Easter egg by delivery man, is Jill Preston. A cabaret girl poses. Give her powers; she's kill the guys. And Lucifer Morningstar to stop her. Are you familiar with what any what anything Joseph Asley is trying to say right now? Is going right over my no comics uh, head. And what Monica got her powers? Says Weston.
1: I mean,
0: I know who Lucifer Morningstar is. I Lucifer Morningstar
1: character though.
0: Oh, okay. Um. Also, side note. So Monica, we're going to kind of hop all over the place, but I will say what was that deal when she dropped Monica down and she kind of like lit up a little bit with like that blue, like spark is she, I'm
1: assuming she's gotten her powers.
0: Do you think she got them when she went through the, the vortex?
1: That's, like visually what we saw her coming together. She comes out with the blue eyes. That's what they were hinting when uh, Darcy was talking about how her cells were being rewritten. Uh, right. It's an interesting way for her to get her powers. I like it.
0: What powers does Monica Rambo possess?
1: Um, I'm not super familiar with her to be, okay. to be honest. Sure.
0: So, uh, okay. So while we're, while we're talking about that, uh, Wes and I are, uh, in the, in the stream lab, streamlabs.com backslash Rob Fishbeck says, "Welp, I guess if I'm going to be spoiled right now before watching highly anticipated show, this is the best place to be. Cat Dannings is on board for an X-Files MCU show. What does our resident robot and the cat's twin stunt double think the odds are it being made? He's referring to the two of us. Um, I am not a robot. I'm a human. I think the chances of it getting what, what you're not. Oh, you're not, you're not convinced. Okay. I bleed my own blood I bleed it. Uh, my theory is, you know, I think Disney could get away with making like a PG 13 X files show on Disney plus. they definitely have a built-in audience for it. They would definitely bring in, um, you know, some other people for that show as well. I just, I think Disney's got a lot on their plate right now. But I'm not opposed to it, you know, but it would the, the thing of it is, though, is that like the prestige level of, you know, this is the first show and then we're going to get Falcon and Winter Soldier. Right. We're kind of one at a time where it's almost like if MCU was like a network and there were multiple programs on like in the same, you know what I mean? Like a week. I think it would like lessen their value a little bit.
1: So I think having a diversified portfolio would actually be beneficial, especially if it's something that's a spinoff series that isn't required to watch the rest of the MCU, but also having something that maybe younger kids, I don't mean like younger, like children, children. I mean, I'm like preteens could get into would be a little bit beneficial as well. And, um, I, I, th- when you say Disney has a lot on their plate, they actually don't. They haven't had a lot of like straight Disney Plus stuff. Like Netflix has a lot of original things. Um, Amazon Prime, even Hulu has some, um, which is now, I guess, owned by Disney too. Right. Yeah. Um, but when it comes to Disney Plus, we haven't gotten many straight Disney Plus things that are just for Disney Plus. So I think it would be beneficial for them to start actually getting some stuff. Although obviously, you know, the past year, that's been a little complicated. So. Right. And all you, I
0: mean, you know, for Disney Plus to have a lot of a lot of content, great. But I'm talking specifically MCU. Like, if, oh, you know, okay. like like the ABC network. Like, if all of their programs were just MCU related, you know, like the jan the the janitor saga from the you know science lab and like the family that he goes home to. But yeah, no, I mean, I agree. I, you know, honestly, though, hearing that pitch, her doing Darcy Lewis doing like an X Files kind of show. I think that would actually be really cool and they could do it to where it's like maybe six episodes or five episodes and then come back, come back the next year and give us like another four or five episodes. It doesn't have to be, you know what I mean? It doesn't, it doesn't have to be part of a larger plot. It could just be these, the standalone series, you reference some things that could work.
1: What I kind of want is like Kat Dennings and um, Randolph Park. To come back is Jimmy Wu and Darcy Lewis and to just recap new uh, TV shows in the MCU and new movies in the MCU.
0: That could be. Like fun. they
1: just continuous, continue to watch them on TV and in the news.
0: That, yeah, that would be really interesting. And just have them like, almost like Mystery Science Theater 3000, they yeah. just commentate on everything that's going on within the MCU world.
1: I mean, they brought me these great comedic duo. Now I just want them together in more things.
0: Exactly. Exactly. All right. So I'm to read into the chat real quick. So, oh, so the hour long episodes to appear to have originated from an interview with director Max Sharkman doo do, 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 saying that the total runtime for the series was six hours. So people assume, okay, that makes sense. That makes sense. Uh also, so Joseph Ashley says Nexus cross. Okay, so we're gonna get to Nexus here pretty soon. We're gonna get to that. Uh do uh, you want to just the- get right into it and talk about the commercial? Uh sure. All right, let's do it.
1: Um I was gonna read um a tweet if that's okay, because someone explained yeah. what Nexus was. Go, so go um it says the Nexus is a cross-dimensional gateway which provides a pathway to any and all possible realities which includes realities between realities. It is unknown whether it was created by a being or if it's just one place in the entire multiverse where all realities naturally intersect." And I know in the comics, Scarlet Witch is a Nexus being. Um, Another one is Kang the Conqueror is also a Nexus being. There are a couple others, but not very many. Um, And they're very powerful. Uh, And I do know Scarlet Witch has like a, a counterpart called Lore and, uh, Laura can like pull a super saiyan and like gather all the energy. Like she can like gather all the energy and like kill a planet kind of like Galactus. Um, yeah. So they're like really, really powerful. I'm not, and I'm assuming maybe her role as Nexus is why she's so integral to Dr. Strange and she won't be a villain in Dr. Strange. That's my hope.
0: <laughs> Interesting. No, that's the hope as well. By the way, so Monica Rambo's powers—I gotta pull up energy, energy yeah. absorption, generation, and manipulation. Ability to travel at speeds up to the speed of light. While in her energy form, convert her body into any form of energy. So she's similar to like a Captain Marvel, Scarlet Witch kind of thing. Am I wrong?
1: Um, I mean, okay, so. I'm I'm a little confused. So she got her powers when she from being going through the wall, and I'm assuming the wall um, is giving people powers because of its um, CMBr radiation. And I am assuming that the um, Infinity Stones created this or were created from that same radiation. So Mm. does that put her? As powerful as you know, Captain Marvel and Scarlet Witch, who got their powers from the right. Infinity Stones? I'm not certain. Very confused.
0: I don't know. Uh, after Mike says, Are you checking out the Marvel Wiki, Rob? Uh, no, yes. I, I googled it okay, yeah, slightly. Slightly,
1: let's um, see. You can see my tabs.
0: You can see my tabs.
1: I opened the same tab, so I was reading along,
0: yeah. Oh, ladies and, gentlemen. ladies and gentlemen, uh, I, you know, so by the way, so full disclosure, this is going to be really bad broadcasting for about 10 seconds, but I, I can't figure out how to respond to the chat in stream yards to where I obviously know how to do it in YouTube, but have, everybody else seems to have this figured out. So like, I'm trying to type in like, watch, like, Leo. yeah. Like I hit your name and nothing comes up. So. Got to figure out how to how to do that, but um, anyways. So this next nexus next commercial was fucking great because it w- they just did the whole like two thousands antidepressant commercial which was just fucking fantastic. It couldn't have been more on the money. And then let's go back all the way to the intro. I won't lie. I really got excited when they did the office music kind of. Thing for the intro, I thought it was fucking great and it's just called Wanda Now because Vision's, you know, M.I.A. What you think about that?
1: Um, so I'm not super familiar with The Office. I did know that was what they were referencing and I think they were kind of referencing The Office with um, Arrested Development and mm-hmm. I do like those shows. Um, the episode was called Breaking the Fourth Wall and obviously right. they had a lot of that going on in the, the episode itself. Um, yeah, I think it was fun. I, I mean, obviously we're going to talk about Agnes, Agnes, the hardness a little bit later, but um,
0: we got a lot, that uh, that
1: that that monsters intro that they had for her reveal was probably my favorite part of the entire show so far. Um, I love the monsters. So that I thought was great. Um, and going back to the commercial for a second. The commercials they've been doing are so, so great. I'm, I'm, I'm loving the, the allegory that they they've used to kind of explain what Wanda's going through. Um, right. I do think it makes it a bit more pal- palatable, for the audience. And it is a little bit of spoon feeding, but in a really creative way that I appreciate.
0: Right. Yeah, no, I couldn't agree more hundred percent. Uh, I think the commercial, I think like them doing these commercials is going to go down as like one of the very memorable things about the show as a whole. Was, and I also think that the commercials are going to end up telling their own story by the time this thing is done. You know what I'm saying? Like there's, they sprinkled in like, for example, the Hydra, the Hydra bit, you know, in the early days during the Mm -hmm. Cold War era, right? I think, I think they're going to tell their own story almost as, uh, different villains, you know, like the last week episode, the like Hawaiian Punch knockoff one from the '90s, where yes. the guy was on the deserted island. You know, like I think they're going somewhere with it. In
1: retrospect, quiet. I think I finally figured out what that commercial was. Okay,
0: what commercial did what? What commercial?
1: I play? I now I think it was in reference to the the kids that no one could find until that episode. Oh, maybe still not certain, but that's mm-hmm. what I'm starting to figure
0: that that one meant. Yeah. I, you know, I don't know, by the way, welcome. Uh, one of the mascots in our world. What up? What up? Mr. Glenn Caesar in the house. I'm coming down hard from this coffee, but I'm fucking, Oh,
1: I'm definitely not. I'm so well, sorry. I know. Cause you're currently sure. drinking
0: some. I know. Cause you're smarter. You're, you're smart. You know what you're doing. You're smarter than I am. Yeah. Uh, <laughs>
1: yes. The super genius knows how to pace her coffee drinking habits.
0: Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, if there's one thing you're going to learn tonight, that is bring in your coffee <laughs> for the one division. Don't drink it at midnight. I had French vanilla cappuccino. It was fucking phenomenal. By the way, Ooh, we got to, somebody that never stays up this late, ladies and gentlemen, Chris Martinez in the house, in the house. Awesome, awesome. All right. So let's move forward. What is your, what is your next point in terms of the plot that you found to be interesting? because there.
1: Okay, so me- we finally learned a little bit more about what was going on with uh director Hayward in terms of what they were doing with vision. I mean, I think we all assumed, you know, evil military going to evil military that they were trying to bring him back online, probably to use him as a weapon in a project called cataract i don't know what the name is significance but i wrote it down um and i'm assuming that they did want to bring him back kind of to use him as a weapon maybe to kind of shift him back more towards being what maybe ultron possibly initially wanted him to be
0: right you know (sighs) Here's the deal. So there's the quote that Monica Rambeau says to Wanda. Don't let him, as an Hayward, don't let him make you the villain. And Wanda goes, I already yeah. am. And, you know, I think Wanda has a very good understanding of what is going on now. Obviously, she's going to great lengths to keep Vision and Darcy from getting back to their neighborhood. So I think you're correct in the fact that Wanda knows something's up. I'm not talking just about what we find out at the end, but I think just in general, because as soon as Monica comes walking in that house, Wanda's buttons have already been pushed as soon as she sees her, because she knows what's going on. And she had made that comment when she came out the other week and basically said, don't fuck with me, leave me alone. Otherwise there's going to be trouble. And then she unleashed what she did last week. And I think she knows they're trying to come for, you know, Um, I, but the vision point I don't think she knows that part that they're going to try and use vision against her and bring him back.
1: Yeah. So, with that, I kind of went two ways. So, obviously, Wanda is becoming more lucid. Right. And she's trying to work through what's going on. But I think she's also kind of realizing that she doesn't want to lose. Vision so she's kind of stuck in I don't want to lose the man. I love But what I'm doing is or but what is happening here is wrong and That's that's a hard place and I think that's What we come down to where mentally she is in this episode, but then also we see that Agatha has been manipulating her to a degree or well, not necessarily manipulating her, but manipulating some things around her. Right. But then that gets a little complicated because if you watch, you know, looking back at previous episodes, there are times it seemed like she was helping that we now see she was in fact not. But what's her goal? I don't know. Like, what I, is she getting out of this? Yeah, to be, you jump
0: talking about specifically Wanda? No, no. What's, goal? what's you Agatha's goal? goal? I, yeah, I think yeah. Agatha's goal is to take her children. Oh, okay. I think, I think, I think it's got something to do with those kids because that's what she says before she goes in the basement. She's looking around and she's like looking for her kids. She can't find them anywhere. And then she goes into the creepy basement and there's like fucking Ivy and shit that's growing up on the walls. Right. And then here comes Agatha. But in terms of what we'll get back to her in a second, but in terms of Wanda, I, you know, can't agree more with what you're saying is that she's stuck. She's just that. I think that was this whole episode was her depression. She got rid of the kids, right? She's just watching TV, talking to a camera, you know, she knows what's going to, she knows she can't just stay where she's at. She's got to go one way or the other. And based upon that comment, when she goes, maybe I already am. Has me feeling she, at the end of the day, is going to do whatever she can do to keep vision in her life, but she still knows right from wrong. You know that she's not too far gone in that sense. Um, but yeah, Agatha. I mean, should we just just fucking talk about that? By the way, in the chat, uh, Glenn was talking about. Let's see, have we talked about Monica yet? We briefly mentioned her. He also oh, girls, through go ahead.
1: Uh, Chris, you're a genius. Obviously, cataract does destroy vision. Duh. I didn't even didn't, didn't even get that metaphor. It's,
0: it's oh, so the, the, the that. operation? Yeah, that's on my notes. The now that you say it's so clear. Cataracts. Fucking crazy shit though. Um no, did not see the post-credit scene, Glenn. That's what that's what we're uh, that's really what we're missing out on. So yeah, with not, yeah, not like,
1: have a post credit scene. And then on episode seven, drop a post credit scene, expect people to stick around for your seven minute credits. Come on.
0: That's just, you know, that's just shade on Disney's part. Like, come on. It's been, it's been a year and a half since we've gotten a post credit scene. You know what I'm saying? Like we're a little rusty. We need to be reminded. You need to remind the fans about the post credit scenes.
1: And um, as a former usher, can I just say, F your post-credit scenes, they suck, and they make Usher's lives very, very miserable.
0: I didn't and know. you. you know, sure. That's
1: when it
0: concludes, I used to work in a movie theater when I was in high school. But that's scene. another comment for another day. Uh, when did you push through the hex? Yeah, no. So Monica's got her powers. We're we're all caught up with that. Just heard a theory, man. There's a lot of lot of stuff in the chat about theories and. Blah, 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 blah. Fast forward and watch it. I always watch the credits. It's important. We'll watch it later. I think Monica Ben had her powers when Captain Marvel exposed her power radiation around her, which got Monica Monica's mother sick, and it was dormant when Wanda woke up. Oh, that Monica already had her powers. That That's a theory. That could be there. Ag- Agatha Harkness' goal is pretty much in line with what happened in the comics, wanting the kids. That's what That's what I thought. Now, Chris Martinez here don't get me wrong. I love the show. I just feel the further we go along, the worse off I am for not having an encyclopedic knowledge of Marvel. Bring your comment up, Chris, because, you know, Lego is far, far more familiar with uh, some of the comic elements than I am. I come at it more from the film perspective, the writing perspective, the plot perspective. But even even so, I, I couldn't be more on your team that a lot of this stuff is inside baseball, which is fine, but, you know, at the same time, it's like, I still, so, like I said, we're kind of jumping all over the place, but three quarters of the way through this episode, I was like, this one's a stinker for me. This one's towards the bottom because I thought the modern family bit got old pretty fast, especially when Darcy Lewis and Vision were like, once they took the car and there was, uh, the stoplights and stuff. I I know you're getting, I know. Um, and it was whatever. And then the end, it was like, all right, cool. This is legit between Monica Rambeau and Agatha Harkness. But I say, all I'd say this is that for me, it's like every time I get a new episode, I go into it with about 15 questions. They answer five of them, but then they give me 10 more questions. So I leave with more questions than I do answers. And that's fine, but we only got two episodes left and none of this stuff is panning out to, to, to make it look like we're going to get a two hour movie the next two weeks. You know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah. So, that's just me. I, I have watched the show in a very different perspective than yourself. So that's, that's interesting. Um, I mean, the only real question I have at the moment it, or I'm sorry, two questions. So again, what's, up with Agatha Harkness and are we going to get more of an explanation as it pertains to Pietro? So we see now that Agatha did create um, Pietro, but it still doesn't make sense as to why that visage of Pietro and it still does make the Fox universe um, canon in the MCU because they still use that visage whether it was actually him or not. So that's interesting. And is he still there or when Wanda blasted him? Did he, did she make him leave? And if he left, is he not existing now or is he like, I follow ups for Pietro, but that's really about where I am.
0: But from what it looks like to me, I, so you are, so you believe he's from the Fox universe? No. Okay. No, neither do I But I'm just saying I the- it,
1: that I'm still makes it canon because that's still his image. And the fact that they use that image means that universe has to be canon because that's what he looks like. Did so, that make any sense? I'm not explaining this well. You
0: no, know, it, it makes sense, but I'll, I'll okay. say this. Any Agatha made him up.
1: Mm-hmm. You know,
0: we saw that at the end. But I'll also say this. So a friend of the show, Matt, was telling me earlier tonight that they were selling Funko Pops, and it said Pietro Maximoff. And Pietro was in. Quotation marks, and that they never do that on Funko toys. So that kind of, to me, really doubles down on the theory that whether whether or not this was somebody that was created out of thin air, or it was another person, another you know uh, citizen of you know the area that was you know they had they did this to them and fell under their powers, and is just some random civilian not named Pietro doesn't really matter to me. It just basically says, this is, this is not, this is not Quicksilver from the X-Men universe coming into this world. You know what I mean? And I might be wrong. I just, especially after tonight, why wasn't he there? You know what I mean? Why was he not, why was he not a part of tonight's episode?
1: wasn't the focus but again so i just want i just i'm hoping we do see him again sure and is was he that's like i guess that's another i really just have a lot of questions pertaining to Pietro. that's those are my only questions so do i was he someone plucked from a different universe or did she completely manifest his being in its entirety
0: I really hope we find out that's the God's honest truth is I really hope that they give us those answers because I will feel like, like I said, right now, the way I feel about this show is kind of how I felt around the end of episode two going, I know they're going to go somewhere with it and it's going to be big, but I'm not getting what I want out of the show right now. And I understand in Kevin Feige, we trust and patience is a virtue, but Right now I'm going, there's two episodes left and we have a shitload of stuff to answer far more to me than we even did in like a movie like Endgame That was three and a half hours long. You know what I mean? Because there's just, there's just a lot going on. Oh, to get your answer by this post credit scene. I don't know, Glenn, we will watch it kind of can't right now. Yeah. Thanks. Um, I still think Mufisto is still in the picture and Pietro is him and a nightmare In comics. They look similar. Interesting. Yeah. There's a chance. There's a chance on that. So I'll segue now to the fact that vision vision knows what's up. He's known what's up. This is the second episode. Now he's fully aware of what's going on. And unfortunately there's not much he can do about it because He doesn't remember anything from his past life. All he knows is what he currently knows. He knows he has powers, but I don't know if he even knows to the extent in which he's capable of using them.
1: So I feel like Vision, I feel so sorry for him. He's in a really tough spot in that he wants to save these people, but because it's it's seeming like he cannot exist outside of the Hex, so he's going to have to sacrifice himself again. Is that what is that what the MCU is doing? We're going to have to see him die for a fourth time now?
0: Fourth time? For third time? Fourth time?
1: Didn't he already kind of die in the last episode when she expanded the wall out?
0: Okay, all right. Yep, fourth time. <laughs> yeah, no, that was right. a
1: very sad you're right. moment for me. You're right. you're he's you're like right. my favorite character. You're going to make me watch him die another he's damn like, time?
0: He's like Kenny on South Park. They just fucking kill him all the time.
1: But also, again, I still need to know about shuri like did she was she able to like download the mind stone can she bring him back can we get him to wakanda need to know
0: Ooh, now that's an interesting that's an interesting thing so chris we had mentioned this earlier off topic but the commercial this week was legit my favorite of them all i can't can't agree more it was my favorite lego where did it where did it rank amongst your commercials
1: um it was pretty high up there for me i think i didn't i didn't notice who who played the the depressed woman in the commercial was that the woman from the previous commercials
0: oh i don't know that's a good question well the last one was animated so it definitely wasn't that one but no that's a really good question i don't know about
1: two watches
0: (laughs) yeah uh redneck trekker here in the chat says they killed vision you bastards huh They've killed Vision. Yes. He's he's almost like a cat at this point. Motherfucker's got nine he's lives. He's
1: only got five left though. Presumably. There's, so there's sure
0: your I'm answer. Proud. There's your answer. Sometimes uh it takes a village to get to where we need to go. So, all right. Um next 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 topic. Next point.
1: So I did like that when we see Darcy, she's an escape artist. I thought that was very smart. And it alludes to, you know, what she's going to try and do. I don't know. Can they, would Darcy now be able to leave the hex or, because I'm assuming it was just Vision who can't leave the hex. Could, could the people, once they become aware, can they just leave the hex?
0: I don't know. I mean, we, I don't think we have that answer yet. That's a very, 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 very good question, though. And there's got to be a way. Because unless this this bubble just blows up, you know, like we had talked about earlier, and maybe that's how the X gene is distributed, right, through radiation or whatever, I could see that. But there's got to be a way for these people to get out of here. Because I also feel that once the fight starts between – Wanda and Agatha and vision and whomever else they're bringing into the picture. You know what I mean? It's just going to unleash a bunch of terror. And like, those people are going to want to get out of there, you know?
1: Yeah. I'm so I don't know in the long run how this is going to impact Wanda. So we see, I don't know. We still don't, I'm assuming she did not start the hex. That 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 was well, no, because we see when Agatha came in, it, it already was a existence. Okay, so I guess Wanda did presumably begin this, but was not aware that she was doing it.
0: But was she Which, also under a spell the whole time? Maybe Agatha, you know, you to do right and and made her do it.
1: Maybe no. um, that could be a thing, or else because otherwise. We, we don't know when Agatha became aware of Wanda. Right. But it seems like she came into the episode while it was already there, like in, in the um, Dick Van Dyke era. Sure. Um, so either way, okay, Wanda does have some control over this. Clearly, we get the understanding that Wanda is suffering from depression this still, the way this is being handled, still makes me very worried about how they're going to portray D.I.D. in Moon Knight, but we'll see when that happens. Um, D.I.D.? Dissociative Identity Disorder. Oh, okay. Um, Moon Knight's, like, Jeff Lemire's run of Moon Knight's, my favorite comic book, so I'm hoping he gets justice. Um, so again, the way they're doing this is, I think a little problematic, but whatever. Um, so now we have, I think they had to have a, like a villain other than they couldn't make one the villain that right. would just
0: be well, it plays into the trope that we don't want. Yeah.
1: And also oh, in terms of storytelling, like a narrative that would make like the, you know, Hayward, the good guy, which would not bode well we needed we needed something to fight we needed we needed another antagonist that we can go up against we didn't want our main character to be the the bad guy not that you can't have a protagonist that's a bad guy but i think in terms mm-hmm. of we've already seen this happen we've already seen Wanda to go from the bad guy to the good guy we don't want to retread that all over again even though we're totally cool with watching vision die like 18 times it's whatever um so we did need another character but in terms of after as presuming um agatha harkness is defeated and wanda releases everything from the hex where does that leave wanda after this is over is she in, in trouble is Is she going to be in a situation where she can properly heal, which I think is important. Will she go live on, what is it? What's the address for uh, Dr. Strange? Is she going to go live with Dr. Strange so he can help you?
0: But see, I also think, I think, I think a lot of your, a lot of your thoughts are also dependent on what happens a through the end of the show and B what happens in Dr. Strange, the multiverse of madness. If she, you know, once again, Hulk was vilified in the early days because um you know he had a hard time controlling his powers right um and you know we you know obviously he's the fucking he's the coolest dude now but and everybody loves hulk they take pictures with him yeah but with Scarlet which a if she is doing all of this right there is still a chance for her to find redemption i truly don't believe though at this stage of the game that that's the point so i'm like for example i'll bring this up right now so chris says yeah, that was confusing. I thought Wanda knew Agnes had powers before. That's why I thought she didn't care about using her powers when she was around. No, I think. I don't think.
1: No, she I don't had think she any idea. She had at all,
0: any idea at all? And Redneck Trekker says Wanda keeps making it a point that she doesn't know how this even started. Agatha manipulated her from the start. That Could is true. She, yeah. has, she has made that. She has made that statement, but then at the same time my heart leans 75% towards that theory, but the other 25% of me says also there is a chance that because she's been in such deep denial and she's been using so much of her brain and powers to be doing all the things she's doing and controlling all the things that she's controlling, right? Because she just has this, this uh, hold on so many things that it is something that's almost buried in her memory is something that she doesn't want to remember that, she went in and she took vision and she brought him here and she started this world. You know what I mean? Like she hasn't, she hasn't faced her truth yet. And that's one of the things from the commercial, from the, depre- the antidepressant commercial was that they listed all the side effects and they, it was like, ha ha, like they're doing a joke on it. But it was all about like facing yourself and like coming to terms with things and all that kind of stuff. So if she, if it wasn't Agatha that started this world, and you're you're right in the aspect that Agatha walked into it, not knowing what was going on, not not manipulating anything prior to it, then, you know, she just has them buried so far deepened into, into denial that she hasn't unleashed those truths yet. So I could see it going either way. What do you think?
1: So that's something that like I was mentioning earlier, some of Agatha's um, actions kind of don't make sense to me. Like why would, okay. So I get why she would, if if her motive is to get the kids, I get why she would take the kids from Wanda in this episode, but that leaves Wanda time to work through her things to kind of get her head on straight sort of speak which seems like Agatha wouldn't want that to happen. I assume, but there are things where she seems to be like helping Wanda and she's doing things that are pushing Wanda towards healing, which is confusing to me. Like, why would she be okay with that? Wouldn't she want to continue to manipulate her if that was the case?
0: I think, Um, I think she just knows the jigs up maybe. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off.
1: Oh no, you're totally fine. Um, But in terms of of the show, it's still, so like, if, let's say Wanda was, you know, she started it, okay? Uh And she started it from a point of view where she wasn't in her right mind. She wasn't like lucidly aware of her actions. And then Agatha became aware of what was happening and, um entered into this into the hex and began to manipulate her from there. Um yeah, that, that just kind of makes this show about gaslighting. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about that.
0: Yeah, and I, I just I truly just don't them playing into this whole you know, once again and I've I've talked about it on this show before, you know, as a white dude, you know, <laughs> I watched the first so many episodes and was like yeah, this is awesome. The MCU's back right on. And then between listening to your perspective and other women that I respect that I know, um, and their opinions on it, I was informed that it's like, yeah, but you guys, they're just doing the crazy woman bit. And like, we're kind of tired of the crazy woman bit. Cause they do it all the time and it's been played out and Disney's better than that. Marvel's better than that. Kevin Feige better than that. And they've kind of basically come out and said like, yeah, we're not going to go that way. But it still feels that way to an extent, and yeah, it I'm really—it does. does. I'm really hoping in the next episode they do kind of squash that, or at least by the by the end of it, like we can leave knowing, okay, that's not what exactly happened. You know what yeah. I mean? Because it's fucking 2021, and they've—it's they've, been done before.
1: Yeah. Again, as long as they, as long as they don't vilify Wanda, which is kind of what I was attempting to communicate earlier when i was speaking of like what's going to happen to wanda at the end of this show um because I, I think vilifying her would be very problematic and also in terms of just like storytelling a little played out like again because we've we've already- already- right.
0: like you said we already saw her be the the hated one and then she became a hero You don't want to see her go back to that and then try to find redemption in Doctor Strange 2 because, like, there's enough shit going on in Doctor Strange 2.
1: Yes. So I'm hoping, like, the the Nexus commercial was a hint at what her role would be in that. Right.
0: Right. I agree. So, all right. uh, Let us know if you guys have any questions in the chat. We will start taking all of your questions right now. Not that we haven't been, but anything that we haven't covered, you want to bring it up. Now's your time to do it. Uh, I've gone through pretty much everything other than the delivery backslash package guy. Wanted to talk about him because something seemed off. Did you pick up any like weird vibes? Like, why was that character there in the first shot? Go ahead.
1: I don't know. I've been suspicious of him for a while.
0: Okay. I don't know
1: why. Just something about him like i mean i get that he was he was there for the metaphor he was he had he had a um i don't know if you noticed but the box he was carrying was labeled fragile which i assume is in reference to wanda's mental state um but there's just you know agnesa did the the shooty gun things at him and he said don't shoot the messenger back in like episode two um there was i forgot what he said when sparky died but like most of the people in the town have been saying things that are interesting like that and kind of hints at like what's going on, but something about him, I just think is a little more suspicious.
0: I just, for for me in terms of like the way it was shot and cut together, you see him in the one shot and it's like, okay, you know, extra in the background, the fragile Easter egg, right? But then they show him again, when Agatha goes to take Wanda away from Monica, when they go to walk away. That you follow the the package guy is following them. Like to me, that was a hint that what's in the box. Yeah. <laughs> what's in the box? Maybe. Maybe I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. But I I like your points. It's you're you're right. Uh, let's see. Chris says, "Is the next episode going to have a TV show within a TV show again, or is it full speed ahead now?"
1: Well, we're up to like Arrested Development, Office Years, so um,
0: and Modern Family. I think the two thousands have been covered, and two thousand tens really didn't bring anything new to the table in terms of sitcoms. Am I wrong?
1: Trying to think of a family sitcom in that time.
0: We real that's really just when we started to get.
1: But this um, this episode also saw saw like that glitching a lot.
0: Right. So I think it's full steam ahead personally. Yeah. Run out because to me, it's like the last decade, they've not done anything new with sitcoms. Cause like sitcoms have been going away because of streaming services.
1: And also um, now that Wanda doesn't seemingly have any control that she's, you know, under Agnes's, um, control, uh, that she won't be manipulating, you know, that those TV show episodes.
0: Correct. So, yeah, I think it'll go back. <laughs>
1: But that's a good question. Where does that, with um, Agatha controlling Wanda, where does that leave the citizens of Westview?
0: Well, to your point earlier, I think if the mind control's gone, they're all going to try to get the fuck out of that town.
1: But was that all Wanda, or was some of that also Agnes?
0: That's, once again, you walk in with 15 questions, you leave with 20.
1: Like, in the next episode, depending on how what's going on in Westview, we can see how much of this was actually Wanda versus how much was actually Agatha.
0: Mm-hmm. Everybody's making animated suggestions.
1: Oh, that's really smart, Optimus. Uh, Optimic Primus. Yeah, they could do, like, they've been doing, like, reboots. Which is funny, because I don't think the that character was in Fuller House, or her sister's character.
0: Yeah, I don't like Fuller House. I, I'm not gonna lie. I'm. I, I know we're going oh, way no, off. It's
1: it's, it's 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 truly awful. A show like that should not be around today.
0: I got. I. I don't know if I should say this publicly, but I remember when it came out. I got. I was really fucking high, and I'm like, I'm gonna watch this show, and I watched the first four episodes, and was like. It's not bad and then the next morning while i was having coffee and breakfast i'm like i'll watch the next one and i got like five minutes in it was like nope
1: yeah i don't know i think kirk and candace cameron just kind of freaked me out and watching a show with her in it i just can't uh, it just weirds me out
0: i know it's Woof city it's Woof city all right uh what uh before we get out of here what what else do you have to say about it? What do you have any predictions, speculation for this coming week?
1: I don't know. Um, Like I don't, I don't generally really do speculation. I just, again, Just really would like to see Wanda coming out of this, not vilified. And I would really like to not have vision die again. (laughs) That, that is what I would like to see in the next two episodes.
0: Couldn't agree more. That's, Yeah, I think to me, I think we're going to find in the next episode, I think, I think it's going to to Chris's point, it's going to be full steam ahead. I think Agatha is working with someone else. I think we're going to find out who that is very early on, you know, so the big speculation has been, you know, Paul Bettany came out and said that the actor that he worked with, that he's never worked with before, somebody's wanted to work with his whole life. That was in the quotes. And to me, it's like, okay, are we going to get Reed Richards? Are we going to get Doctor Strange? Probably not. I mean, we or we may. I believe we'll get them, but I don't think that's going to be the Luke Skywalker moment. I personally think it's going to be whatever actor is playing Fisto or whatever villain they end up going with to be the like co-conspirator with Agatha. I think it's going to be somebody maybe from uh maybe the Elder Statesman era of you know, like Al Pacino age, give or take 10 years. Personally, I think that's, that's going to be the big reveal is that we meet a new villain and it's somebody, an actor that we know, right? Personally, but I still think we're going to get Reed rushes. I don't
1: know if they want to introduce Mephisto so early on. I'm not super familiar with Mephisto. Like I was familiar with Thanos when he was introduced and it took three phases for them to get this big big event and if they introduce mephisto now i think what they're saying is we're never going to have a a, an event as big as what we've already had they will always be smaller
0: what if it's a cameo what if it's a remember at the end of like guardians you saw thanos for like a brief moment and it wasn't josh brolin it was just whatever I mean, I get your point. Okay. So maybe we don't well, that see came
1: out, that. Came out, yeah. That came out in, what? 2014. Right? Yeah. And we saw infinity war in 2018. So I was yes. four years out, but again, that's, you know, a C, a phase two movie and like Thanos ended right. phase three.
0: Right. No, uh, I, I mean, I, I get your point. the
1: first thing we see, this is the very first thing in phase four posts, um, you know, Thanos. I don't think we want to introduce the next biggest, baddest mofo this early on.
0: So, so you're thinking, you're thinking this is just mostly just Agatha Harkness and that yeah. she, she worked with Mephisto, but we won't find, we won't see him until maybe like three or four movies later.
1: So I don't know, but that's what I'm hoping.
0: Okay. Okay. I just like, I, I, I just. It
1: Mojo Joseph, I was hoping it was going to be Mojo. Who's Mojo? Oh Mojo, he, he has this, like, television network, and he, like, brings in characters and traps them in, like, a TV land, kind of. I'm explaining this really terribly, but that's that kind of what I thought awesome. when, we, oh, when we opened with all these TV shows. that I thought it was going to be, like, changing channels, and Mojo was going to be in control, and that would be really cool, but that's not yeah. what
0: happened. We don't know that. Agatha could be working for Mojo. We don't know that. That's that's actually pretty dope. Like I, I would think it has
1: like a little pocket dimension. I'm not sure about that though. I haven't I haven't read that in a while.
0: Right. I don't know, Glenn. Some of the people in the chat are saying they think it, it could be Nightmare. That that's interesting. I mean, I just figured personally they were going to do Galactus and or Silver Surfer as like the next big highlights in terms of That'd you know. Cool like that like going that kind of route because once again we're all just sitting here waiting for Fantastic 4, right? Um I think far more than X-Men we're waiting for Fantastic 4. So you're assuming Silver Surfer is going to come in at some point. But I don't know. I mean, is All right, here's a here I'll pose this question off the off the cuff. Do you think the MCU is stable enough of a franchise and being able to trust their audience enough that they can have multiple big scale villains within the same storyline that's going on all at once?
1: I mean I think they could do that, but uh, it's just, you know, we've I think in the past we've seen a lot of superhero movies coming in with like, you know, pulling a oh, what was it? Wow, Spider-Man. The one with uh Andrew Garfield, the second one. Like oh, I they think mean it,
0: Spider-Man too. Oh uh yeah. Fox. Um me- well, no. of-
1: I can't remember the name of Black the movie. Girl. I can't remember the oh, name of the
0: movie. The Amazing Spider-Man 2?
1: Yes, thank you, Amazing. I'm thinking yeah. Impossible. He's definitely the no, yeah. impossible Spider-Man. Amazing yeah, yeah, yeah. Amazing Spider-Man 2. But, but we've seen a lot of different um, superhero movies come in and set up multiple bad guys, and they always fail. It's not good. It is better to just focus on one thing.
0: Um, I eat my word.
1: like Like branch off and have like this side of the MCU versus that side of the MCU. That seems like something they don't really want to do per se. So I, it seems like they kind of will veer off for a little bit, but bring them back and merge them together. And I think with that being the case, I don't think they would want to do, you know, fragment the audience that much and fragment their own series that much. And if they had, like, two big bads, like, working together, I just think that that would, I don't know, I just don't know if that would be as interesting. But I could be super wrong.
0: I get what you're saying. I'm I, The question I pose is, are they strong? And once again, I'm eating my own words on what I had to say about Wonder Woman 84, which is, pick one villain, because don't give us two halfway fleshed out villains. Give us two fully fleshed out villains with character arcs and, like, make us learn to care about them and then turn them on us, right? Which they didn't do, and pissed me off and it's part of the reason i like the movie but i just think between the disney plus shows and the film franchises maybe okay maybe having multiple like large large scale villains like people like mephisto or galactus or something like that i could understand but i think almost i guess what i'm saying is almost setting up like a Batverse where you know in the batman comics like Riddler and Penguin and Joker, and they all coexist in the same si- – like they're all villains at the same time, yet not all of them are necessarily wreaking havoc at the same time. Does that make sense? Yeah. So it's like we meet a villain, get a cameo like a Thanos kind of thing, goes into hiding, Don't doesn't come back for a while. You know what I mean? I could see them going that way because, to me, they got to be set something up. And I don't. I just don't see Agatha Harkness being the gateway into Doctor Strange two.
1: Well, she doesn't need to be the gateway. Wanda does.
0: Okay, so but so, we,
1: again, we can't. We don't want to make Wanda a villain, so she say, okay. needs a villain to get to get through the show, so she can get into Doctor okay. Strange. So we're we're not following the villain. We're following the hero, hopefully.
0: Right. If this is a Rubik's cube, you know you. Mm-hmm. That's the problem, is that if we don't have a large-scale villain that we meet in the next two episodes, it's Wanda, unfortunately.
1: No, I don't agree with no. that. We're what fo- you- Again, we, you can follow the hero in the story, but to follow the hero in the story and to progress the hero's story, the hero needs a villain. So Agatha Harkness could just be Wanda's villain in this show, and that gets her into – that propels Bring her character into a hero. Strange. She doesn't need to be the villain of Dr. Strange for her character to continue. If that makes sense.
0: Interesting. Interesting. Uh, did Agatha have the dark hole in her basement? Is that the book? Is that the book that she had? Yeah. The book of sins. Yeah. That's what that was. That's what Wanda saw that right before we met, uh, when Agatha walked in and was like, it's me, it's me. (laughs) You know, I was here the whole time. Uh, Glenn says Agatha Harkness certainly could have been, could have the dark hole in her basement. Yeah. Which, yeah, no, I, I'm convinced that's what that book was. 100%. What, what about you? Like, what do you think? I don't know anything about the book. Or- no, I well, neither. I don't know anything about the book, like the contents of it, but I did see that book that was like, you know, mysterious looking. So very interesting points. Very interesting points. I'm excited. We got two episodes left. It's a it's a pleasure as always. It's too much yeah. fun doing these. Uh it's five o'clock in the morning where you're at. It's uh four AM here. I am jealous of the people that are in California where it's only two o'clock in the morning.
1: Yeah.
0: But until then, till next week, where can everybody find you at, Lego?
1: Um, people can find me pretty much everywhere. Yeah land thirteen,
0: all oh, things. She's got a she's got a YouTube channel. She covers a lot of superhero stuff, uh, a lot of in depth stuff. Um, and you can find me everywhere at Rob Fishbeck, all over the place. We do stereo shows on Thursday, and then WandaVision reviews Thursday backslash Friday morning. And on Instagram, you can find me at Rob underscore Fishbeck. Do me a favor. Stick around after the show. Leave a comment. Really helps with the algorithms. Hit that like button if you get a chance. And hit that subscribe button if you haven't. Trying to build this channel. And slaying it one day at a time. Remember to fluff your pillows. Do not flush your pillows. Be a good person. We're going to get through this pandemic. All of us. And we will see you very soon. Bye.